live and welcoming our permanent replacement for Tony. Hey, it, back. You're back. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no, uh, they, they backed out. It's not happening. Oh, well, this is not fuck. All right, never mind. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Yeah, and Tony will be back at some point. Raise your voice. It's fine. I, I guess. Yeah, I, I, you know. His name's still on the letterhead. True, true. Yeah, we, we can, we, yeah, we can make it work with Tony. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just glad we clarified this before we put the press release out. That would be fucking embarrassing. Oh, that would have been awkward. Oh my God, who would do such a thing? Imagine Nobody. if we'd been talking about this for like the last four episodes or something. Oh, that and would then, be oh. Super awkward. The wow. podcasting egg on our collective podcasting faces would be <laughs> amazing. We would be yes. we would be the laughing stock of the fan sports broadcasting oh, podcasting yeah. world. Like yeah. we couldn't go to any of the conventions. No, not that we've ever been to any of the conventions. Not that we've ever been we're asked too, to. Well, like, we're too cool for them. That's why. Well, I mean, we weren't gonna go, but it would no, be nice no. to be invited sometimes. It's true. It's true. Invite us, you assholes. Come on. Who, who wouldn't want to watch a live episode of this? Hmm? Wow. Everybody, Ovs, mm. we are delightful. Can you yeah. really picture the three of us? Because, you know, Tony might not make it. Um, I'm allowed to, am I allowed uh, to bring, as long as I'm allowed to bring carrots. Sit, sitting on, yeah, I think they, they're part of the rider, Kristen. I feel like there would be like a bucket of carrots next to me. <laughs> sitting on a stool with uh you know each of us holding a microphone and um we're on a stage and each of us like we're just bathing in spotlights because obviously that's you know how these things go and you squint and look out and you see like nobody <laughs> I, I, like how 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 uncomfortable would that be and and the, now, the guy, the person who's running the con, who invited us, kind of said, "Well, you're booked for the room anyway, so like you may yeah, as well." Yeah, you 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 underestimate my ability to just talk, regardless of whether or not there's somebody there. Oh, I was hoping that sentence was going to be, "You underestimate my ability to frighten people into sitting in our show," and that was oh, that, that too. Would, that would be the part that I would was looking forward to what kind of what kind of threats that gets levied to hey, our you've, audience just you've, to show you've up. worked you've worked a booth with me you've seen my my coercion techniques yeah yeah it's really aggressive really it's, but they don't know it's aggressive that's aggressive. the secret i'm pretty sure they feel aggressed upon <laughs> Aggressive. I don't. I don't even think that's proper English. I don't give a fuck. It's not. But it's well, you know what? Language not. is fluid. So deal with it. Fair. All right. There we go. Add it into the lexicon. Right. Yeah, yeah. Five years from now, this will be in the Oxford English Dictionary, and there'll be some kind of link. Word First of the usage. year. Yeah. Huh? First usage. <laughs> Vocal Minority Podcast. January yeah. oh, so, twenty. Whatever the fuck it is. I don't or, know. Or some other asshole's gonna like hear it, steal it, and it's like, oh. Thanks, Kim Kardashian, for mm -hmm. aggressing upon someone and putting it mm -hmm. in. Like, no, that actually that would be the worst. I think that would be an insult. That would be horrible. Yeah, I, I no. Let's no, no. All right. Well, I'm not, terrible. I'm not too active on this campaign because we're doing a podcast. So, all um, right, fair. Yeah. Can I do the intro now? It, 
Is that what we're doing? Is this a podcast? (laughs) This is a podcast. You know, honestly, it kind of started as a brainstorming meeting and evolved into um, uh, wishes and hopes. recording. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, we're going to have a, we're going to have a, what is the vision board? Uh, And this is, everybody, congratulations. You got to the vision vision board portion of our podcast. It only (laughs) took us 450 goddamn episodes to get to it. (laughs) <laughs> real episodes never mind the number anyway yeah do exactly. the intro part all right well hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Volk minority podcast the podcast that will talk about almost no toronto fc this week no really i, I mean it wait wait come come come, come back there's a little oh damn it. we just talked about you being able to bring people into i know and then i drove them oh i'm sorry well the three of us will chat it'll be fine this is true empty auditorium Uh, it is (laughs) there's milk at the back of the store i promise milk at the back of the room (laughs) (laughs) on this week's show we talk about port lanada um have a look at the campion schedule for 2024 Ooh, schedule discuss more bad news for the csa wah, wah. get prepped for a potential strike Yay. and more <laughs> we're way too cheerful about that well, uh, out of this week's panel well well we have reasons yes um quite delighted with the lack of tfc talk it's duncan fletcher yeah makes sense a lot easier does. A lot easier. Prepping for future footy adventures. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. When am I not? Honestly, That's I just true. feel like I just feel like this is this is a perpetual, you know, want and wish. That's Follow- your personal vision board. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh... loom in one corner, cards, wrestling, and footy trips. Don't forget the kids. And then a picture yeah. of Mary in the middle. Oh, that's so nice. That's really because it's the only spot we had for her. But Shh. why would I? I wouldn't put. I, nobody puts Mary in the corner. Oh, so she's the center of your universe. Hello. Yes, of course. Metaphor. Yes, I'm of course. Helping. I'm helping. Anyway, yeah. Happy to be here. Okay. Cool. Um, we don't know where he is exactly. I don't know. I the the tracker has been turned off or something i have to renew that contract uh but tony's not here this week <sighs> i know i know are you okay should i text I'm Roz? do you need do you, do you, yeah okay you're good just shock i'll be okay okay as for me i'm looking forward to weekday footy in I, hamilton in the morning i swear yeah, yeah you are it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun I don't have to sit with the kids, though, right? Okay, anyway. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. All right, first up, it is what's been happening. And uh, we've got some some player movement. And we've also got a player expectedly re-signing with their club one more time. So let's talk about that first. Christine Sinclair, as has long been rumored by her and by everybody, signed a one-year contract with the Portland Thorns to finish out her playing career um, with the club that she has been with for, what, like nine years? Um, and, you know, they did a they did a, a nice teaser of it, you know, with the, the date. And a little goat. Adorable. Um, a few people were concerned that this meant that she was going to announce her retirement and that, that was it. She was done, and every, the rest of us were like, 
no, this is how you do a player announcement. Anyway, so um, it's great. Actually, sorry, she's been with them for over a decade. Jesus, I forgot it had been that long. Um, she's back for one more year, and she is, you know, like their leading goal scorer. She's their leading everything. Um, and uh, it'll be a tearful season surely um but hopefully a good one the thorns are um i, I hope know. she gets the full london donovan-esque sort oh, of feel by the tour. every <laughs> every stadium yes, new gift every, every night oh she'll yeah. hate that she really oh, would she yeah, would hate I, like she'll cringe i get it like she barely got through the the farewell match in Vancouver, like you know, without being like you could see a couple times where she just wanted to crawl out of her skin and like run down the tunnel. Um, but uh, anyway, it's it was like I said, it was expected. It's one more season, um, and uh, part of ongoing Portland cornering the market on. Canadian national team players either on the pitch or in the offices. Um I feel like I feel like she she kind of bullied them into this, really. <laughs> I mean from when she put out that retirement post uh, from <laughs> retirement from Canada and then it was like, hey, Poland, one more year. What the fuck were they gonna do? <laughs> were they gonna say no? They, That's true. Were they, they gonna say no? They had no, they had no um, choice. Yeah, Christine. That's brilliant. Um, Oh, uh, about that. Um, can, can you just come over here for a moment, just real quick? Just real quick. We just want to talk to you about your car. Yeah, just real, just real quick. Just real quick. She gave him no choice. Oh, that's too funny. I didn't even think of that. Wait, that's 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 kind of brilliant, though. You know, you just put it out there, mm. and how how do they say no? How? Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. I love it. I love it. Uh, so yeah, so that was not a surprise at all. Um, and it's, you know, it, for, for, I know, I know a number of people, um, one who live, you know, on the West coast who go down for thorns matches, but I also know people, um, from this part of Canada who that is their, that is like their, one of their trips That is one of their, their, their soccer trip for the year is that they go to Portland to see, um, to see her play so um and now they have a few other reasons uh to see you know janine becky who's still uh rehabbing her injury but looks like she'll be if not ready for the start of the season then pretty close which is great news uh for the thorns but also certainly for the xnt because they are much better with her and then another player that we're going to talk about in just a little bit because we want to talk about portland's other team um yeah they have another team uh, um they have one of those mls teams that, that puts out Ew. ridiculously good kits um and uh maxine crepeau has been signed uh by the timbers and it's good to see him landing with a decent club after uh the zombie Shiva surfed him for uh hugo Lloris. um but again, another club that is stockpiling Canadian national team players, most notably, uh, obviously, uh, Crepo and uh, Kamal Miller. Um, I guess, do we count? 
do we count the coach as linked to the Canadian national team since he was on the coaching staff? No, fuck off. No, no. <laughs> no. Qualified. Next. <laughs> I had to ask. I had to ask. Um, anyway, it is, I think it's a good spot for, for him. Um, again, like a d- decent team, a team that's got a good... I don't know. They they Portland's generally always in the mix, right? So, um, and he should immediately slot in as their as their starting keeper. So that'll be good. At least I would expect so. If he doesn't, I would be shocked. Do who are the other options at goalkeeper? Did they actually, have last year? Yeah. As yeah, as I was saying that, that's a really good question. I actually have no idea. Um, yeah. Me neither, but presumably they signed him because they want to play him. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why um, would you sign him? Yes, indeed. Yeah, it, it seems like there's to be a uh, if he is playing, oh, well, there'll be actually, a decent team uh, to play for. I don't know who their old keepers were, but uh, their other their their other keeper um, is uh, James Pentemis. Yeah, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> That's right. I forgot that he was there. Hilarious. Jimmy Pants, ladies and gentlemen. Jimmy Pants. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. So yeah, again with the hey, you play for what? What are you doing? Are you doing anything? You there, Canadian guy? You need something to do this year? This way. Um. So yeah. So congratulations to, and it's also good that it happened fairly quickly. Like, and didn't expect him to go without a team for long, right? Like he's excellent, and the way he came back for Zombie Shivas after that just distressful injury um mm-hmm. like to come back and play at that level after an injury like that and immediately like he didn't have to he didn't really even ease into it it was just like i'm back and oh i'm amazing again by the way sort of thing um so it uh it bodes well for for him for his career but it also bodes well for the men's national team um because at some point Dorian has to retire or they've got to shunt him to veteran who sits on the bench and advises the kids status. Right. Soon. We would hope so. I mean, you would think so. I Like, I think, I think it's gotta be the case, the thing of, are we expecting Borian to be the keeper at the world cup? Because. Oh, fuck. No. You know what I mean? So then he has to be the guy on the bench. So if he's going to, if he's coming at all, and if he's like, this is the time that you get him a clock, you know, your one, two, three that you're going to have at the world cup. So like, I don't know who's, who, who goes, is it, is it St. Clair? Is it uh, the kid at, uh, is it Brighton? Oh, the other kid. Yeah. What's his name again? Yeah. Him. See, see guys, I know Canadian soccer. Um, I think I think sometimes I just close my eyes and just imagine um, uh, FIFA players that I trade on Ultimate Team, and that's that's the knowledge. It's like Canadian flag, I know that badge. Done. What was his name? No I'm idea. assuming. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Saint Clair. I'm assuming Crepo. Um, but yeah, that's a really good question. Who is that? Who is that third spot? Does the eventual whoever the coach is um, go with? 
three younger players, like with sort of Crepo as the as the veteran of the of the group, or do you bring Borean along one last kick at the can as just just in case kind of thing, expecting the other two to take the load? That's interesting. Well, I mean, something for us to discuss over the next two years, depending like, on whether or not he retires. I, I feel like if, I feel like if I if I had to be uh, you know psychic and forecast and guess at that, my best guess at this is that Boyan is on the World Cup roster, but he's the third keeper. That's it. Right. He's the guy that they can kind of lean a little and into. And I can see that. I, I, I feel like in a way, if if they are looking to move on to somebody else as the first choice and hoping that Boyan will come along and sort of be the experienced guy on the bench, I think you've got to promise him that he'll be there for the World Cup because otherwise, why the fuck would you keep flying over for international breaks from uh, to Belgrade, is it, that he's at? You know, if, if yeah, you're going to so. be sitting on the bench, if you're, like, you're, you're getting on at the end of your career, do you really want to be doing that if you're not even playing? Maybe if it gets you to a World Cup at the end of things. Mm-hmm. I think if he's not going to be at the World Cup at all, I know. Maybe he would. Maybe he's just that, that enthusiastic. He would want to come along and be guy on the bench for the next couple of years. But you know, I think if he's not going to be the World Cup, it's probably okay. This makes sense. Just retire from international football, mm-hmm. concentrate on your club career for another couple of years or so, and you know, nothing but sort of best wishes and just all that sort of thing. But uh, yeah. It's, it's it's probably time, uh, you know. Unless his personality is that important, then yeah, you probably got to say yeah. You'll get a spot at the World Cup, and maybe he'll keep coming along. He's younger than I thought he was. How old is he? He's only thirty six. Okay. To be yeah, fair, um, I thought he was. I thought he was younger than that. But still, it oh, is. Oh, I didn't. I thought. I thought he was close to forty. I thought you know he was. You know, because I thought, yeah, I thought he was in like Christine Sinclair territory in terms of, you know, she's 40 now. I figured he was, I thought he had a couple more years. I thought he was, I thought, yeah, I thought he was like 38 or 39. That's why I was like, you know, for a keeper, uh, you know, they, they, they can stretch that out. Right. But like, I'm still think, I still think it's time to, to move on from him pretty soon. I, I'm not like, oh, he's only 36, but I was just like, oh, I actually thought he was a bit older. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, moving on. Um, what else has been happening? Oh, the CanPL. The CanPL has been doing things, and um, they not only announced the home openers for every club, um, which take place over the first, uh, not the first two weekends, but over two weekends in the middle of April. Um, but they actually went and did the full schedule today, so that was very nice of them. Um. Home openers, though. Let's have a quick peek at that. See who gets see who gets the first weekend. And um, really, not too much of a shock. Although, although Mark uh, Mark gets Mark gets the tasty one, really. Um, yeah. So you've got uh, Otletti hosting the YU guys. Um, Hamilton hosting the Pony Boys. What? What? Who'd have thought? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know. 
Aquaman. Oh, poor Halifax. Aquaman hosting Halifax. And uh, are we still calling them the space penises? That's what we still landed on, right? Should be. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hosting. um, Is is it because because space cocks is too much on the nose? Because I feel like that just flows a lot nicer name wise. Like oh, oh you, we should say space cocks instead of space I'm just, cocks. Actually, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying like it does like, flow penis, better. It's less. It's less syllables. Yeah, like space penis. It's punchier. Just, like that sounds like a really unimaginative sci-fi trope. And <laughs> space cock is like, oh yeah, sure, why not? Maybe <laughs> maybe there's a backstory. I don't know. Like anyway, <laughs> space penis is probably keeps us a little PG. Not that we fucking maybe, need maybe. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not this show. Um, but. So the one thing I do have a little quibble with over this scheduling um, for this first weekend is um, that actually both weekends, why are they doing this? So they've got um, three matches. Like, I guess, I guess it's like soccer Saturday. So, and they are spaced out. So you could watch all three. All right. So the, the home opener weekend, you've got three and then just, space cocks and gray mice by themselves on uh on site um but the saturday but you mean, just go that, that, that's that's clearly the marquee matchup isn't it mm-hmm. obviously that's the yeah. one you really want to let stand alone on its uh-huh. only day um and then obviously everybody else gets flipped around for the next weekend um but uh, it'll be easy, actually, uh, Mark. I expect you to be in Toronto that weekend, since it's uh, why you guys hosting Hamilton. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's an easy uh, convincing, whether or not withstanding. But uh, I would uh, <laughs> I would definitely like to get up there for that match. It's I, it's funny because like I've been to I've been up there for I think I think. I'm not sure if it's four or five yet to see uh, Hamilton York up there. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Like, this would be, this is your time. This is your, your final, um, this is your ability to finally get to see your team. This is, this is true. <laughs> and this your is true. United Stadium. You know, it's the, it's, it's where it's the, uh, it's the auditorium of thoughts. It's not quite the theater of dreams. <laughs> It's it's where it's where dreams go to confuse you. Uh, that's uh, that's York York United Stadium, York, York Lions Stadium. Yes, the high school gym, the um, auditorium of thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> make I'll um, make that scarf there, right now. I swear to God. There you go. I'll do it. There is um, just as a whatever. Looking at a couple of things on the schedule, there is one. Canada Day match. I don't know why there's not more, quite frankly. Just do them all or don't do it as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, um, and that is uh, uh, Halifax hosting uh, the Pony Boys. So actually, that'll be a party. So that'll be good times. And uh, what else is happening? That's the one that I just thought was interesting. Um Lots of interesting Hamilton gets like, you know, they get good dates and stuff like that. So as per usual, I mean, looking, looking at this, the, this is, this is the local part of the show. Everyone, this is one, our 
Southern Ontario centric um, yep. focus really leans in because honestly, I keep hoping that there's going to be a chance to catch two games in one day. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, it becomes difficult. The only conflict I can see through York, Forge, and Toronto's home schedules is on May 18th, Hamilton kicks off at 4, Toronto kicks off at 7.30. Oh. Kind of doable, but that's that's tighter than... A little Meichu for football adventuring? Okay. Perhaps, perhaps. But uh, yeah, everything else is... Uh, um, is overlapping. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple like Friday, Saturday, you know, one, twos. It would have been nice if we got our shit together and do a one, two, three. That would have been. That'd be cool. Cause somebody would like to do football weekend. And um, I would like to not have to leave the area code necessarily to do it <laughs> in order to do that. But I mean, you know, whatever is what it is. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, York has got one Saturday game, July 6th. The arrows must be busy that night. The rugby team. Um, otherwise, there, it's a whole bunch of Fridays, three Sundays, a Wednesday, and their last game is on a Thursday. They close up the season at home on Thursday, October 10th. Right. Anticlimactic. Sure. Less um less local, but sort of interesting mm-hmm. in uh, in the land of the scheduling and something that uh, TFC fans experienced a couple seasons when things were happening to their stadium. Uh, Winnipeg mm-hmm. are away for the first; they're on the road for their first seven matches as new turf is going in at IG Field, and so they are um, they, huh? When you say new turf, is this like grass or is just different plastic turf? Just as a new turf pitch. That's all the, I know. Do the staples need to get, you know, take root or something? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That should only take. You should be able to put that in at one and start playing at six. Like, I don't, what are they doing? <laughs> and the only reason why I don't it takes know. five I, hours is because it like takes two hours the, for the, the trucks to leave. The turf there is, is legendarily bad. Um, well, Okay, but like, does it take is, seven is... weeks of quality control? I mean, look, Winnipeg is its own. I don't know what is what is Field Turf Vertex Core One. Um, it sounds like something I put into my computer to make it run yeah. fast. <laughs> I mean, basically, th- this is going to be a very you know bespoke kind of pitch. You know, those are just like little like black rubber balls that there are like in the midst of the turf these days and everything. They got fucking like somebody's going to be going out there just sprinkling those like fucking salt bay, like down onto the pitch to make it so just (laughs) rubber pellets just off the elbow. But he does the whole pitch one at a time. (laughs) He's going to do the whole pitch, so it's going to take like seven weeks. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's 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 got to be at least what four pairs of sunglasses just because you know UV protection will wear off. That's amazing. Probably, yeah. This is yeah. uh this is the first time uh the pitches the, the the turf has been replaced uh since IG Field opened. So this is no wonder it's so shitty. Um but yeah, no, the the the, the highlight of this is apparently the the whatever the I don't know, the infill for this stuff is designed to help reduce heat buildup in the summer months. Oh. So there you go. I mean, that was that the, was that a problem? 
I, I feel like people <laughs> talk about plastic pitches being ridiculously hot when it's hot. So that sounds like a helpful thing if it's actually a thing. Yeah. Um, so way back, way, way back, um, I've, I, I, I was I'm definitely in high school. For one summer and one summer only, they had the Hamilton Scottish Football Festival Cup or something. I forget what the fucking proper title was. Scottish brought, Football Festival Cup. Yeah, mm. they brought over Celtic Hearts Aberdeen and invited the Montreal Impact. Okay, this oh, was wow. Ivan Wynn Stadium. I still have the. Oh program. my gosh! I still have the Sorry. program. So when was this? Um, eighties, nineties, ninety-three. 92 mm. or something like that. Okay. So not and many of those teams wild. are actually any good. So, okay. so yeah. So, um, Iverwind stadium, um, hot as fuck. The metal, the benches were all metal. It hurt. If you bought war shorts. Okay. It, hurt. <laughs> it burned. Oh, well, like the metal slides of our, of our childhood. Yes. Yes. Very much. So. Uh, um, slightly less comfortable. Uh, if, if you can imagine that. This so there was like a perfect place for thousands of Scottish people. There was so there uh I forget what key I think it was Hearts Keeper. Somebody came charging out to to out of, off his line to get a loose ball in the box and he went and slid to get get the ball and everybody in the stadium went ooh because he was sliding in shorts that had to be like fucking 55 degrees celsius on the pitch and we all we knew he was in pain before he knew he was in pain because that would be a fucking mark i'm surprised he didn't leave a smear of like skin and blood it was horrific like because the thing is, I don't think anybody in the stadium, including the players, thought of this until it happened. Because <laughs> I know I don't. Because <laughs> you know, the only team on that entire, actually, even at that time, um, the Impact, I think, weren't. I don't know if Claude Robillard was 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 uh, a grass field or not, but either way, they would have been the only team that would have known and been able to prepare for an artificial turf. Everybody else, eh, you know. We'll wear these shoes. We should be fine. Anyway, so um, just thinking of that, heat control. I hope that player will learn to walk again, and I hope <laughs> the scars from the burn did not mar his future endeavors. Oh, no. That's yeah. terrible. As soon as, as soon as you said control heat, I'll, immediately I thought of that poor bastard. <laughs> anyway, fun story. Um, also, they never had a yeah. second one because it pretty much bankrupted the fucking businesses that ran it. Uh, that's unfortunate. So, yeah. So be, because of the, the turf replacement, however, whatever, it's going to take a bunch of time. Um, Winnipeg's home opener isn't until June. That's amazing. Yeah. They're waiting, obviously, since they're on the road for the first two months of the season. Um, and they'll be hosting the, the, the space cocks. So nice little actually it's, it's it's a rematch from vancouver's home opener so there you go but yes the schedule is out start making your plan and start looking at the schedule um those of you that live in campiel communities or as many do like a good road trip or like a good flight across the country um 
If you haven't been out to Halifax yet, go. And I say this as someone who has not been yet. I really want to go this year. Probably won't happen because I'm poor, but that's okay. It'll happen one of these days. But everybody I know that's gone, including members of this panel, have had a very good time. Duncan, did you not have a very good time? Uh, I did. Halifax is a, a great little uh, town to visit. And football game. It's kind of fun. Um, we had, uh, you know, some good weather. And I uh, I think the game that I went to was basically just like the time, it was like the first week of when students would have been back at university. So there's a big sort of party atmosphere and what have you. So yeah, this is fun. And they actually won. Which back in the day they didn't oh, used to do it all that often at all. So yeah, that was uh, good times all round. Uh, Excellent. Ten out of ten would recommend. Huzzah. Ten out ten out of tens. Ten out of tens too much. Eight out of ten would recommend. <laughs> I like how not only was ten out of ten too much, it had to go down two notches. Couldn't even just do like the nine. No, no, no. Don't want I, them I to get too big for their britches. I, I wanted to give a, a realistic review and not just a facetious, I'm just going to fling off there. No, I'm actually going to like, review this properly. And, you know, is it like 10 out of 10 perfect experience? No. You know, they could do with a roof. Um, but, you know, 8 out of 10 would recommend. Nice. Mm. Duncan Fletcher Bank. <laughs> Traveling. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm -hmm. That's a review Hello. you can bank on. Hilariously, um, because, you know, internet, Twitter, um, there was a bit of, there was a weird, I shouldn't weird, it was a funny bit of banter from the, uh, one of the uh, HFX supporters groups that was basically saying, um, I guess they've come to the point where this, there's, a, there's certain games where they can expect there to be the uh, recovery from the impending hurricane that will happen in early to mid-May, and they've basically declared that uh, good luck to Forge, who may or may not have a game on this day, because <laughs> <laughs> so, so talking about going out, going doing an away day out uh, out to Halifax, like, well, maybe we'll catch the second game. That's why I want to drown while standing on the gland. <laughs> Reasonable. Halifax is Halifax's stadium is pretty high up in the uh, and there's a big hill right there at the bottom of it. Yeah, you, you'll you'll be fine. You wouldn't drown in the stadium. You'll be safety okay. first. Fair, mm. totally fair. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Okay, um, and then uh, the uh, the Canucks NT got uh, confirmed that their participation in this year's She Believes Cup is uh, happening. So that's in April, um, in the states. Shocking no one because it's their tournament. So it's um, Canada, the US, uh, Brazil, and Japan. So that's a sure. that's 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 a good that's a that, good that's test. A, that's gonna be a tough uh, a tough group. Yeah. Yep. Um my only quarrel with this, other than it's not the used car salesman cup with the roundabout, which was so delightful. Um that they have changed the format it's fewer matches so it almost feels like why bother but 
it's a chance to play against top, you know, top teams and you really can't uh, turn that shit down. So, um, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So Canada's first match is uh, against Brazil. Um, well, I say first, potentially. Yeah, how is this working? Semifinals. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just playing in semifinals and then their quarterfinals. I don't even know. Canada plays Brazil on April 6th. There you go. And then potentially another match a few days later. It's a little complicated and... Um, a bit annoying that it's not six matches still anyway um but an opportunity to play is an opportunity to play um and then there's the uh concacaf uh w gold cup which is great um which is before she believes so that's actually coming up next month and you know group play group stages and actual matches and you know matches against you know CONCACAF teams and stuff like that, which is never a bad thing. Um, and we'll talk about that more, obviously, well, next month. Uh, and those will be on, that's been confirmed uh, that One Soccer uh, and Fubo, therefore, uh, have will be broadcasting those. So that's how you're going to get to watch them. The nice thing about this is that most of the matches for the Gold Cup, because uh, it's CONCACAF, are at reasonable times of day uh, most of them are in the evening um so unless you work shift work uh this should work out pretty well for most canadian fans to get to see most of these matches uh which is great um and again sweet we'll talk yes i thought so mm -hmm. all right well what are we talking about well obviously we've been talking about things but these are some things that are a little more a little more a little more interesting a little more juicy and we're going to start with the potential for an MLS ref strike <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for the first for the first yeah. time in what a decade was the last one 2014 oh god i cannot 2013 I like cannot... it's something like that right you're trying to ask me when i remember the last time i was happy with officials is that right i cannot remember <laughs> that far I treasured it, but I did not mark it down in a calendar. 2014, yes. Uh, yes, yes. Or last year's potential issues with replacement officials who were last utilized during a labor dispute in 2014. Um, in 2014, Pro started the MLS regular season with replacement match officials who were awesome. Um, this is great. And their lack of familiarity and experience with MLS teams, players, and specialized rules... <clears throat> created mm -hmm. detriment for the quality of the matches whereas the exactly whereas the fans were like oh oh this is oh look actual football in front of us this is delightful i think i i feel like we spent many a show well 10 years later we still talk about it um anyway i, I just hope um, they're all doing okay I know, right? I like I really think I think fondly of them. I wish I took their names down. Maybe you know, exchange correspondence. Their careers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, he's he's uh he's roughing the uh Payock versus uh AK Athens. It's gonna be good, well officiated, well official bounced <laughs> match. Just what just because you can count on him because I saw it with my own eyes. Hey, let them go on strike, you know, yeah, good for you, you get yours, sure. But B, 
fuck it, just play without reps. Nobody likes the reps. The refs are just cops. Defund the referees. Play a game without refs. Empires and everything. No, oh, never mind. Nope. No, definitely not, Mark. Definitely not. I feel like I made that mistake almost earlier and I caught myself before I said it and then I didn't. And I and now Duncan said it, and no, no, did, yeah. no yeah, sorry, nobody is saying it. Um, mm. Then how so, about we go with officials? He, All officials the, are bastards, but that that's yeah. Aub. 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 Yeah. Aub. Um, so the the refs union yeah. has has voted for a strike because um, they are. Um, well, they're unhappy with the deal that they have with uh, with Pro, but also saying that um, they've actually filed an unfair labor practice charge uh, with the Labor Relations Board in the States um, for allegedly direct dealing, which is uh, Pro trying to bypass uh, the union to negotiate directly with the members, which you're not allowed to do and if they prove that oh that'll be interesting um so uh yeah there's a there's a month to go to get this sorted and i feel like when was the last time it came down to the wire it was a few years back right four years ago five years ago was it pre-pandemic was pre-pandemic i feel like the um, last time there was potentially Oh, no, no, but like, okay, yep, yep, okay, yep, potentially, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, 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 potentially, yeah. Sorry, miss that word. Um, yeah, something like that. Don't know. Anyway, either so way, we'll see. Well, either just, way, embrace chaos. <laughs> no either way, refs as, or as foreign refs. As, as Mark said before we before we started recording, like like we're 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 very you know we're pro union and mm-hmm. and you know like like I didn't. I didn't go to games for most of a season because I wouldn't cross a picket line. Um, but part of me is like, yay, real refs. This <laughs> is like it's really hard. I, I don't like I don't like having to make these terrible decisions. I, I you know, principles suck sometimes. I don't like this. Is the refs yeah, were good. Is, is it a case of that like do we really th- again I'm not this I don't want to undermine the union. I want them to get fucking paid j- legitimately. But will the money make them better? And I don't know if it will. I feel like it's th- not that they. Uh, I want to say rewarding mediocrity because again, I want them to get paid because there's a lot of billionaires who are making money off of this shit, and everybody needs yes. to get their cut. Everybody, including yes. the concession stand people, they all need to get oh, their hell cut. Hell yes. But um, yeah, um, yes I want them to get people. better. And I don't know how mm-hmm. that happens. And if money, if if them getting an extra, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I have no idea what the terms are. I have no idea what they're looking for. I don't even know what it means to the existing pay structure. But if yeah. that no, five ten percent equals, you oh, know, shit. we can Sorry. now afford to go on more courses and get better understanding and grasp of the game. Fucking pay them more. God damn it, pay them more. But if it's gonna be the same old, like, uh, God. Okay, I still hope you get paid though. Yeah, this is like similar to like police unions, police associations. Like, yeah, you don't count. No, fuck off. <laughs> I, you're not. Oh, yes, this is a good thing. Like helping you, good people make more money and what have you. Yeah, no, you're on the wrong side of things. Screw you. You don't need more money. 
Go on strike, whatever you. Bring in the scabs, replace to... them. I was trying to think, because I I don't know if I just don't pay attention to this for other leagues um, that I follow or, you know, watch watch matches from and stuff, but I don't feel as though there are this many referee strikes in top leagues around the world. And I'm not saying this sarcastically. I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly like, did the EPL refs go on strike? I do. You, you, the Liga refs go on strike? Like, I'm serious. Like, does this happen? Yeah. Unfortunately, you mentioned the word top leagues. I was about <laughs> to, I was about to mention that I saw a tweet just today. It was someone talking about when in the Scottish league referees went on strike, but you know, you said top league, so that doesn't count. <laughs> Um, I, I, I am not. I am yes. not going to say that the Scottish league is not a top league because Will listens to this and Will will hurt me. So I'm not uh, buying into that. Uh, well, they're wonderful. I love you. Depending on the day, he might agree or disagree with you. Yeah, um, fair, good point. But uh, uh, to be fair, the Scottish league is way more interesting to watch. So hey, here we go. I, I found the go tweet on. I was looking for uh, oh, from. Uh, AFTN, uh, away from the numbers, Canada. Oh, okay. But, uh, but, yeah, yeah, Mike's a good so guy. Yeah, what's he have to say? This is why it popped up in my uh, thing. <laughs> I remember the Scottish referees went on strike in 2010. The league brought in refs from places like Malta, Poland, and Portugal, and they were better than the Scottish guys they were replacing. Many fans wanted them to stay. <laughs> but, oh, that sounds know, so Scotland. familiar. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. exactly. That, that, that's exactly his point. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the tweet I was uh, referring to. I'm uh, happy I found that very quickly. Right, me. That's um, awesome. But yeah, I'm sure it happens here or there. I just feel like it happens here a lot. Um, anyway. Um, so yeah, so we uh, we've got. We'll 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 keep a close eye on this. But get ready, everyone. The replacement refs are coming. The replacement refs are coming. They're really good, or at least so. they're. At least they were 10 years ago. So, um, Canada soccer. Canada soccer is having a bit of a time. <laughs> Always having a bit of a time. Uh, um, uh, yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to flip the order of this and we're going to talk about Allison Walker first. So who we talked about quite recently as being the new general secretary for Canada soccer, decent qualifications, first woman to hold the position, you know, looked like it looked like it was going to be on paper. This looked like a really, really good hire. Like it made sense for what they need, you know, her PR background, all of those things. And then yesterday, out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, the day or the day before in which she was to officially begin the job. Um, and it came from a LinkedIn post, um, which is, which, which is how several people, I, I got a message from somebody saying, I just saw this on Allison Walker's LinkedIn, um, where she said that due to after, you know, conversation, um, with her, with my family and, um, due to personal reasons that she would not be accepting the job. And so the initial reactions to this, um, was not positive in any way, shape, or form. Uh, most I might people say just had positive. Yes, I would say negative. I would say a, a full-on <laughs> pile on on the CSA. Less on her, 
um, more on the CSA for being terrible organization obviously she doesn't want to work for them blah, 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 on and on 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 so that was fun for a little while um it does seem as though however um that there may be a serious health issue um either for herself or within her family and that this was really just going to be far too much to take on and that she sort of put it down to the wire in hopes that things would be balanced enough or that things would be enough that she could go forward in the position. Um, don't have the full story uh, yet. I'm sure we'll get more details as stuff trickles out, but it is very unfortunate that it happened mm. this way um, that maybe should have just said no to begin with but again nobody knows what everyone else is going through um but mm -hmm. it's it's also just another like man we just can't catch a break like you know like I, it just yeah. felt like okay something solid is happening good now the real search for a coach can begin so now that's gonna get delayed again um yeah i yeah. I, I know i'm in the that boat of like we CSA can't catch a break. And then, of course, my mind will ultimately wander to, yeah, but the Canadian Soccer Association largely does it to itself. Um, has, and, and that's completely discounting and ignoring whatever real thing may actually be happening. Because there's the Canadian Soccer Association and misery is part of the culture. So, uh, I, and I say that lightly. I don't know what, what, she's, what she's going through. I hope you know, everything's okay. I hope it all turns out for the best for her. And, and I hope she gets all the privacy that she deserves in this. Um, uh, it, 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 there's always going to be like, well, what could have been, you know, a real leader at the top who, who understands how a thing might actually work for once. Yeah. Instead of some, a big part of some it. lifer who's just skimming off, off the, you know, like live, living off of the system as it exists with no real growth, no real plan, no real charge uh, towards modernization <laughs> with the real football world. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just, it is kind of like, uh, it's really the only reaction I kind of have is that uh, side. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you, you've got to like, take it up face value and say, yeah, this presumably is legitimately, you know, what she was saying is fact. I mean, you know, personal reasons, family reasons is, you know, what any, you know, is often like put out there when you know that, oh yeah, shit has gone down and you're just putting this out. But I can't imagine that was the case this time because, I mean, it, it seems like, you know, she's obviously had a, you know, a longish career and has got to a certain level. It seems like, you know, She's a, a competent businesswoman who knows what she's doing, and yeah. you know, for jobs at this level, you know it's just, you know it would have been much about she was interviewing them as they were interviewing her. I mean, presumably, when she accepted, she knew what she was getting into. It's not like oh well, shit, surprise. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, th I thought I thought the CSA was a wonderful company. Now it turns out they're a bit of a shit show. I need to quit. I she presumably would have known the shit show and have been ready to take that on. 
Um, so yeah, and I, I, my instinct is that yeah, this actually probably is just legitimately, yeah, there is like something going on there that uh, that she had to focus on instead, and so it's unfortunate on the CSA's behalf rather than it being a it's like oh yeah well once she kind of like got here they did something and she realized that it's worse than she expected and blah 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 I can't imagine that's the case but uh I don't know it seems unfortunate but it's that somebody some I guess some successful person was like you know well, like the the harder I work the luckier I get or you know the more I practice the luckier I get so this seems like bad luck and yeah yeah it kind of seems like you, the CSA is saying, can't catch a break. There's probably a reason why you kind of come off as an, an organization that can't catch a break. You've probably got a you know, professionalism slash lack of competence probably has something to do with that. But, um, yeah, I do think this one is more about sort of uh, bad luck as far as the CSA is concerned and it yeah. just like legitimately be like valid personal reasons that uh, sort of Alison Walker just decided that she can't take the job right now. I'm not going to get into the outrage of, (laughs) oh, shit, the CSA, this is absolutely, you fucked it up again. I'm not sure I'm going to go with that this time, but... We'll we'll have plenty of other times for that, Duncan. Yeah, we will, we will. (laughs) Yes. The World Cup is right around the corner, and surely the comedy will flow. From the start. <laughs> um, so then let's. So again, so our, you know, honestly, hope all is well with with uh, Ms. Walker and her family. So, um, but something that was decided before uh, Walker was supposed to take over, um, but maybe I don't know, maybe in consultation with her don't know uh that 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 sort of hasn't circled back into the conversation yet is that uh mario biello was is has been tapped to continue on as the interim coach and then the interim tag is still there it's it's that's the expectation that he is uh still the interim but this was this was only a few days ago so you kind of have to think that maybe maybe from afar Maybe she had input. I don't know. They're not saying. Um, but so he is uh, going to take them uh, potentially to the Copa America, depending on whether or not they can beat Trinidad and Tobago. They fucking should beat Trinidad and Tobago for fuck's sakes. And I, I feel a little bit like I might ride as a Canadian soccer fan if they don't. <laughs> Just like, come on. But it is a winner take all, one match, play in, in March. I actually think it's on my youngest brother's birthday. Um, so, actually, I think it is. Uh, supposed to potentially be out there for his birthday. He loves me. It'll be fine. No, um, no I'm not going to... T- I'm not going to Texas. Jesus Christ, I don't go to Texas. Um, but yeah, so this is um, this is their their opportunity to get to Copa America in June, where should they win this match? And they should win. Um, guess who? Guess 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 who they play in their first match at Copa America in June in Georgia? They play Argentina. Easy. Yeah. Easy. 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 (laughs) 
what a way to start Copa America. But anyway, so it's just um so yeah, so Biello continues on as as interim and yeah, that's that's yeah, it. That's, I mean, you know, what else are you gonna do? Also at this point, I sure well, I, I have a, I have a question for you, Duncan. Carlo Ancelotti wasn't he supposed to be here by now? I, I guess right. not. Why is that not happening? Um, sure. what, what, are, what are I know what my thoughts are on this, which is mm-hmm. fuck no. But um, I, I keep seeing this because you know if a, a big name is free, why not? <laughs> uh, you know where I'm going with this? Oh, the special <laughs> one, yes, Mourinho. Oh. Yes. Yes, yes, a hundred times yes. Like uh, just I'm here, for the comedy, I'm here for drama right? and chaos. Right? Yeah. It's a Mourinho and Concacaf. What? What can you wrong? can you like? Yeah, like like the serious side of me is like fuck no, but the rest of me is like, <laughs> oh my god, please, 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 please. You know, like. Uh, yeah, I would. There's there's very few managers on this planet that I would absolutely say no to. Very, very few. He is not one of them. Uh, I would 100% take him. And no, I'm not saying that because he used to coach Man United, Duncan. I know you're thinking it. I know you're thinking it. But he also used to coach Spurs, and he didn't win shit there. So the point is... Nobody wins shit at Spurs, Mark. Come on. Exactly. We all know this. Um, But honestly, (laughs) I would take him in a second. And and to be fair, though, I would also take literally so many managers in a second. That that guy who's coaching in uh, in France who's got no badges, I would take him in a second. That guy's amazing. <laughs> they literally pay fines per match because he doesn't have his badges, and he's still good. Him, let's get him. <laughs> Bring back Ryan Nelson. <laughs> Could it be worse? Don't know. Let's find out. I don't know. Just, just did, did, Terry, did Terry get his badges during the off season? Um. All right, let's not go too far with this. Yeah. <laughs> Sven-Goran Eriksson sounds like he kind of wants to do something in his last year or something. Sure. Oh, there we go. Sven. Why not? Only if yeah. we get only if we get the um, the special one puppet of him to come with it. Because <laughs> that and and the guy who did the voice. I don't know who it was, but like as long as like the two of them are there, it's like that. I'll take I'll take your your weird dourness as long as we get the puppet is is is, is jürgen klinsman does he he must have a plan for canadian soccer right <laughs> he's too busy <laughs> not being very good is, i was gonna say is he still wrecking the u.s team like i, I don't know where he, i don't know what he does anymore i don't care <laughs> you moved on from them i think he's he is somewhere else right now but i can't, can't yeah, remember where. i, I want to say he's he's coaching um korea yeah, current Get manager of South Korea. Out. Yeah, he's currently really? the manager at, at at the I don't know if the uh, AFC Which Cup is still going on. The the least superior one, South actually oh, the yeah. medium superior one. Medium South. superior, not, it's yeah. not East Korea. No, it's not East Korea. That's, that is the superior that's, Korea. That's less interesting. It yeah. is, but he is the he's the gaffer of South Korea, and uh, huh, and they're they only, they're they're, do, they're doing pretty well. Yeah, you know, well, so they've got. I mean, That's I can only imagine how he's going to bring him down from the inside. But here we are. <laughs> huh? I did not. Her. I did. I did not know that. I. I. Wow. I don't know how I was unaware of that, but the, huh. the only and the only reason why I that was even 
that even registered with me. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that there was a clip of um, a soccer panel show on some CBS sports where everybody was sitting around a table, all the pundits and like they were talking about, um, I think it was Iraq playing South Korea in, in a, in a final or I forget they said they were setting up some match and okay. nobody on the panel had, except one guy had any clue as to what was going on. Uh, like with no, I think I saw this clip. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the one person is like, it's like, this is, you know, this is a, this has got to be Iraq's biggest game. It's like, they've been to the world cup. Have they won the world cup? I'm like, holy fuck. Quit. Jesus. Just shut it down. Burn it down. Oh like, my God. like literally, like if you like, I, like there are certain things I think if you're going to be in football media, like there's a minimum you should know minimum, an absolute minimum. One of them is to be able to name all of the world cup winners. There's not that many. You can guess oh, at all of them and just no. remember your way and you're fine. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, wow. Sort of like, Sort of South Korea clip. doing doing well, are they? I mean, I'm looking at the Asian Cup and said, you know, to beat Bahrain three one, they only tied two two with Jordan. Are Jordan good at football? Oh, yeah. did they? I thought. Oh, I thought. Oh, sorry. I thought they beat Jordan. I again, I have not been paying as much attention as as I should be. Really, most of my attention, like, there's they're still in. Well, they're in second behind what Jordan. I, what I'm, hilarious. What I'm really curious about is when I, I kind of Googled this and the internet is they determined to tell me that this is the 2023 Asian Cup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm. uh, it got, it got, it got mm. world cupped. It got kicked Interesting. Out. Interesting. It's hilarious. Cause, and I think they weren't even supposed to be the original hosts. If I, I think I saw no, that. No, I don't think, I don't think they were either. And I can't remember where it was supposed to be, but I think you're right. The only reason I've been paying even like, some attention to this is uh, mostly because of mostly because of Palestine, um, who are who won their first match, which is awesome right. and exciting. Nice. They beat, they beat Hong Kong three 0 today. Yes, it was great. Yeah. And should should advance as one of the better third place teams. Amazing. Amazing. So um, and then yeah, I yeah for some reason I thought they won that match, but like I said, I haven't been paying that much attention. But um, hmm. Well, there you go. You're in Klinsman, mm. coach of South Korea. Huh. Yeah. Well done. Interesting. All right. Well, moving on from that, um, a little, a little, we're going to, we're going to shift back to something we, we, we alluded to at the beginning of the show and that's uh, Portland, uh, the Thorns, just pulling in all the, all the Canadian uh, national team players. Um, Jesse Fleming who has been with Chelsea um, in the WSL for a few years now, right? Um, anyway. Yeah, his... without, without ever really making it as a, a full-on, oh, yeah, she's a first-choice player or anything like that. No, but she had, over the last couple seasons, like leading up to this season, but she'd had – significant she had some significant sub minutes or some, some significant minutes scored in some good matches um i always thought she should have played more i was always surprised when she didn't um but uh she is going to portland and portland are paying two hundred fifty thousand pound transfer fee to chelsea for her which is huge for um an nwsl team uh to pay out for a player 
and um, reunites her with Christine Sinclair and Janine Becky and Karina LeBlanc and all the other Canadians that are involved in that club um, should see her starting. You would expect that, that she'd be starting. Um, she's also sort of one of the XNT players that's tapped to take the mantle of captain from Christine Sinclair this year. So that'll be interesting to see the, how that dynamic, you know, whether that's going to happen, but you know, again, they've played together for a really long time. Um, I forgot how young she was when she first started playing for the national team. Cause I, cause she's played for them for so long in my head. Again, this is one of those players. I think she's older than she is. She's only 25. Hmm. I know. Yeah, okay. That, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I would have thought. Uh, yeah, I, I just uh, forgot she was that she, young teenager. when she started. Uh, yeah. And the years when she was, you know, was in the NCAA and that sort of thing, and then eventually went to Chelsea. Yeah, I would have yeah. guessed mid twenties. Yeah, maybe like she's twenty. She, she'll be twenty six in a couple yeah. months, but still, like I, I thought she was. I thought she was closer to to her thirties um, than that. I, but. Anyway, she's an excellent player. Love Jesse. Love her tenacity. Um, love the fact that they accidentally called her Jeffrey that one time and that her teammates just jumped all over that. And half of them still call her that, which is funny. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a big move. It's really interesting. Um, so congratulations to her. Well done. Well done, Portland. Like, go for it. Um one of the things I saw in a in a chat or in response to a tweet was someone asking if this was a good move for her as a player in terms of quality. Because we always think you always want to leave North America and go play in Europe. That's generally, for the most part, ascribed to to the men, because that's still Obviously, obviously, you want to get out of MLS and go play in Europe if you can in a, in a top league. Um, but NWSL, especially the last couple of years, as, as, as infrastructure improves, investment improves, um, stadiums, uh, you know, players are coming to NWSL, um, coaches, all those things. The I wouldn't say they're necessarily on par with the WSL or with the, with the French league. Um, but they are one, it is one of the top women's leagues in the world. It is. I'd put it, I'd put it top five. Yeah. Easy, you know, that's true. Sure. Yeah. I think that, that some people say, Oh, you have to believe in Chelsea to go to like Portland. It's like, I, you know, I, it as if there's the, well, this is like in England. It's got to be huge and massive and everything. It's like, hmm, yeah, sort of where did Chelsea play? Occasionally at Stamford Bridge, not always. I, nope. I, you most, know, of them, most of them don't yeah. play in their in their senior stadium. I think Villa's the only one yeah. that actually does. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's, you know, I some people just have the idea, oh, well, Chelsea, I recognize that name. This must be huge. Hmm, not exactly. And, you know, the, bigger than it was, a, but sure, yes, it's it's getting bigger, absolutely, and you know I think the sort of well, the, the, the Champions League and what have you over there, you know, that's definitely a, a sort of tournament that would be sort of bigger and tougher than anything that really exists in North America. But you know the, the 
WSL versus, is it the, the, what they call it in England? So WPL, whatever. Women's uh, chart against the NWSL. It's, I, I don't see it as, oh, this is a horrible sort of backwards move at all, really. No, I, I, I tend to agree with that. Um, I feel like, I feel like we, as, as Kristen alluded to, like we, we have that in our mindset that going to Europe is the end game. And I mean, and let's be fair, it wasn't it wasn't all that long ago that going to Europe was still the end game for a lot of young players. But that's kind of because for various reasons that women got a better footballing education over here, like mm-hmm. development wise, but there was no pro game at the top because you could get a get a degree and then go apply your trade. Um now that's that is shifting very rapidly going the other way, but their pro game isn't quite there yet there are definitely some clubs that have a budget and get support from their parent club get support from their fans to come out to the games but it's not everybody so like just because you sign for chelsea doesn't mean you're making shevchenko money you know it's not the money doesn't trickle down that is a side pot of money that is kind of this you know we're gonna we're gonna experiment and see if this branch of the club can work out i and maybe it does. And in a lot of cases, it does. It hasn't been a lot of shuttering of women's clubs from their parent men's teams. There, I'm sure there's been a few. But just because you sign for Chelsea doesn't mean you're making Chelsea money. It means you're making WSL money, which I don't know what the pay scale is. It's probably pretty decent. But yep. I have to think whatever Portland's going to pay is actually yeah, I think the better. salaries are comparable or at least approaching comparable um yeah i think i think both, both of you are saying yeah exactly like i think we're all in agreement on this like the opportunity like you look at the players that play in the nwsl who are clearly not just going for the money or or but although for for women's soccer players they very well very well might be um but you've got top players in the world signing you know not just a year not just a one-off contract to go play in houston or something right like they're signing these are their these are their clubs these are who they play for Mm -hmm. marta plays in the nwsl you know like one of the best players ever Mm -hmm. to play the game and and has played in the nwsl for a few years and you know like like so just you think about that um she could play anywhere she could play anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so these 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 three or four leagues, and yeah, WSL has come a long way. Um, but yeah, some of the teams are better supported, yes, by their parent, by their by the by the overall company um than others. Again, slowly growing, crowds have been getting bigger. Uh Champions League uh the last few years has been quite a sight to see in terms of uh fan support. That's been incredible. I think to me, that's the only thing that I sort of I feel regret for her. But then again, she's won it. So, you know, it's not like she's leaving um that part of the world not having won one of the top trophies she's won that shit so she can come to she can come back to north america get regular minutes play with her teammates be close to home oh no it's terrible um no i and again if you've watched nwsl and if you haven't i really encourage you to do so it's good it is such good football it's good football get your fun as hell if if honestly if and this is I can't imagine there are people who listen to us who who think 
you know, women's football is com- completely lesser. But if you are, get your head out of your ass and go and wa- like watch watch a game. Find it. You can find it online. Watch it. Watch it. Any game. Doesn't have to be top two. Doesn't have to be Gotham versus Rain. It, it could be literally any two teams. It's good football. It's very good football. And it's worth your time. And if you like that, if you like watching good football, it's worth your time. Because you could do a lot worse than watching Sporting Kansas City play Charlotte on any random Saturday. God damn it. Oh, watch that shit. No, exactly. And they give it to me for free for fuck's sakes. That's how that's how little I think of MLS. It's literally, is Toronto FC playing? Yes. Okay, I'll watch it. Are they not? I'm, Whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna just relace my shoes. That's really what I'm doing. <laughs> You can't beat a good relacing on a Sunday like, afternoon. Do you oh. know how satisfying it is oh. when you've got relaced shoes? It is <laughs> delightful. Uh, yeah, okay. you're a noted sports hater, though, Mark. I, I, oh, 100%. Let's list them. Ready? I'm not sure, I'm not sure we can uh, yeah, go on. Baseball. Okay, good list, guys. Yes. Good list. Until the end of time. Exactly. Um, all right. We'll move. Anyways, congratulations to Jesse. Uh, look forward to seeing. I just look forward to watching NWSL, but it'll be very interesting to see, especially when Janine Becky is back, uh, to see the three of them um, as part of that Portland Thorns team. Oh, Becky um, uh, Sarbron, she just signed a, a one year contract with them. Like, Portland's going to be stacked. It's going to be crazy. My friends who are Thorns fans are losing their minds. So anyway, um, a little Campiel. Let's talk a little Campiel uh, towards the bottom of the show here. Um, and the big signing, the big return, Blue Tabla. He is back, baby. Um, people are very, very excited. to Barcelona? Yes. The one in are very excited about this. I, I I don't think so. No, uh, <laughs> lesser. Anyway, yeah. it's a it's it's and, and, you know it is he's 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 a fun player. Um, I hope this means again regular minutes for him. Um, that's honestly the the important thing. Um, back to Ottawa, which is where he played initially. Um, so getting bit of a bit of a hero's welcome kind of thing. Um. Yeah, he's uh, I, I don't know, they three year contract, um, and uh, I you know I like the hype around it. Like it's it's cool. Why not? Like let's have a player to to hype up and get excited about you know as a as a as a league as a returning young player, um, get some minutes for you know a year or two and maybe move on to something else. Sorry, Campiel, love you, um, but yeah, it's it's just been. I don't know. I like I like our little league, right? As much as I dislike things about our little league, but I like our little league. And so I sort of enjoy the hype machine that's been going on around this. Like I got, again, so many emails and like the CamPL site has been like plastered with it. And anyway, that'll be fun. I mean, I want our little league to be bigger. I don't mean like stature. I mean, number of teams. This is oh, going to yes. never, ever not be a thing for me. I'll be honest with you. This 18 no, more teams, please. isn't enough. It's uh, annoying. But that being said, I do weirdly appreciate that 
we've got we've we we've reached at least some point where you can act, you can associate players with a team and that when they leave and come back it, 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 there's a low key hero's welcome and even if it's a player who leaves the league and comes back to the league there's still a oh i remember i remember him playing for these guys you know like you like there's there's a familiarity amongst the slightly standouty type players because when I say slightly, I mean just in like the general mindset of Canadian football fans, like in CPL, uh, KMPL fans as well. Um, but yeah, like like great for Ottawa, you know. Tablas back, hooray! Um, I'm like overall, I'm meh. Like, sure, like yeah, let him come back. I don't like. I don't. It doesn't really move the needle for me anyway. But I know it's good. I still know it's good overall. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it seems like he he'd be a, a good player in the league. It's a good signing for Ottawa. You know, ideally, hey, he'd have made it. He was never going to make it a Barcelona, was he? But ideally, they'd have learned about to some other kind of a little bit lower down European team that had stuck there. That hasn't happened. Okay, but hey, he's back in the league. That should be good for the league, and you know, it's good for Canadian players that there is this league here where, you know, you can, whether it's this, it's kind of helping you take a step up from, like, NCAA level to get to, like, full-on, like, professional, what have you, or if it's like, hmm, things haven't quite worked out, it's a place where you can drop down a little bit and stabilize, it's very good that that's, uh, that the CPL is there as that option. And then um, a couple other sort of camp heel, like at least a couple that sort of surprised me actually um, moves of, of late um, is uh, I'm going to look at uh, the Aquaman. Shocking. I know. Uh, Easton Angaro uh, sold to uh, Club Novara in uh, Serie C in Italy. Um, hopefully, a good move for the player um, has been a, has been a, a decent player for, for Pacific uh, over a couple of years. So just, I'm sort of used to seeing him in the league, but again, I want a, a young player to have an opportunity to move on and to, and to do something different. So good luck and nice to see some connections with leagues and other parts of the world continue. Um, but the one that I just, is that uh, Amr Didich, um is leaving the club? He's now a free agent. I'm like, what? I was very, I'm very confused by this one. Um, just one of the best defenders, and you know, has been their best defender. But yeah, that one is strange. You think that's strange? Wait, wait till Hamilton announces him on Thursday. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of, I'm sort of expecting it. Don't, I'm don't actually, you? I'm actually, like, I have no, I have zero, nil inside baseball on any shit. Okay, I am not the source for anything. Okay, the only news I could break was the kit that I worked on that one time. 
<laughs> and and did you break that, Mac? Not Helen, a, did you keep that secret without breaking it? Good. Not job. at all. You guys did a great job, and I appreciate that. But my point is, is that <laughs> like this would be such a fucking forge move. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. And, and also, also too, it just really, really puts that spotlight back on. No, really, how does this fucking uh, salary cap actually work? Yes, because seriously, that's how does what, this work? Because that's 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 another. That's another. Oh man, come on! Like I, I would love for him to play for Forge because he's he is very very good, but the less scrutiny spotlight we could be under, like even I'm already suspicious of it. And, <laughs> and as a season sticker, I am the direct benefactor of said of of said scrutiny. But like, anyway, I just. I mean, I. I kind of hope he. I kind. I kind of hope wherever his next step is, it's it's it's, you know, a, a theoretical higher step league than. than yes, agreed. Than... And and I think he has the potential for it to be so. But um, yeah, we'll see. Um, I would be remiss, of course, if I did not um, mention uh, Hamilton, fullback, resort Rama, off to play in Albania. Yes. Um, right. right. <laughs> fun fun Wait. fact about Rizart. Um, last oh, season, I'm... he was very good. Uh, uh, like he, <laughs> no, no. Sorry. Let me, then let me rewind it. So this makes more sense. Okay, In 2022, you. he was a head case. He was a walking red card from the moment he would get subbed in. I swear on two occasions, he would get subbed in and within 90 seconds, he was getting booked for a very close to being studs up tackle into somebody's leg. He hadn't even <laughs> touched the ball, but he already put a guy down. He went from being a walking liability to being a very even, like, like tempered, calm down, very talented, very quick, quick. Jesus, he's quick. Uh, uh, forward midfielder. Um, I think he mostly played on the wing, but. It was crazy because as soon as as soon as he started um, getting subbed on, I'm like, oh fuck, we don't need a booking now. We're already down by one. The last thing we need is a red card. You son of a bit. And he didn't do nothing. He didn't do anything. And then he started. He was getting starts, and there was only one time I thought he was going to lose it. And I feel like it was, it was uh, during the uh, the winner gets the home match. Can you even oh, call that okay. a semifinal? Is that a semifinal? Technically, it is. I don't know. Whatever it was. Um, and he 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 got in somebody's face, and he was starting to beak off at the ref, and they immediately hauled his ass away. His body language was like, oh, he's going psycho mode. It's still there. Um, I think he did get a yellow card, but that might have been one of the few bookings he got all season. So hmm. he has I – I was surprised to see him go because it really felt like he had turned a corner and – improved dramatically but his contract could have been up and i know he's he is like his family's albanian so yeah there's also that gateway for him too mm -hmm. talking of gateways this thing's got two soccer written all over it no get themselves a big uh, the big money contract in albania yeah okay yeah 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 you are welcome it's pretty see that pretty, scouting pretty, money's now fantastic <laughs> it's now coming through to them if amir did it ends up there it's i did nothing for that i want to say that I'm looking, at, <laughs> looking straight at Kristen for that 
How much this person going to transfer for you? I mean, how much money is coming in from Albania that's going to help uh, Hamilton with its salary cap situation? Um, I understand um, I, what's going on here. Money laundering I'm, is what's going on. I'm sorry. Right? I think I think fuck up money laundering. I think you're mistaken. Cheese. He was sent for <laughs> cheese. There's no money. There is definitely no money, but the cheese is sublime. Ooh. Yeah, you got it. You got to really go to the fancy seats this season. I, I hear it's going to be a buffet. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Um, and then um, Vancouver FC. Uh, in this case, I'm just going to use their actual name. Um, who? In 2023, did uh, lead the league in U21 minutes. Uh, they've got they've had a focus on youth, and in some cases, they've sort of had to, right? They're the new team, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but TJ Tahid, who was delightful uh, to watch in a couple matches last season, you know, youngest signing, youngest player, only 16. Well, they just went one younger. Uh, Grady McDonald, 15 years old. Uh, just signed him to, they signed him to a three-year deal. He's from Surrey, um, part of the Whitecaps Academy, and uh, uh, has spent some time uh, in the in Ireland's uh, youth system as an international. Uh, so, yeah, this is, uh, this is, you know, again, one of those things that's being sort of bandied about as, as, a, as a big deal and sounds like it, it could be a big deal. I don't know enough about this kid, but... Uh, 15 year old player <laughs> so there we go um yeah that's uh, mm -hmm. that's something to to note one last thing we don't really have anything that's 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 coming up uh everything that's coming up is next month so until until matches start happening or more things start getting announced, we don't really have a lot of coming up, but we have one more thing that we're talking about before we go. And this is the milk at the back of the store. Um, mm -hmm. And that is the expected by I'd say 95% of the Toronto FC fan base. The other 5% were really just starting to trying to stir up shit by saying that one of the Italians would get this, but no, Jonathan Osorio is your new Toronto FC captain. Um, and I would just like to say on behalf of the Volca Minority Podcast that we fixed him. You're welcome. Yeah. Look what we gave you. Yeah. Look what we have done for you. Truth. So you are welcome, TFC fans. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. We're not. You know, if anybody wants to give us a you know commemorative captain's ban, yeah, we'll take it. We'll share it. Four would be nice. Let's be honest. It's three. Tony's not getting one. But. <laughs> We'll share it. We will absolutely take, you know, we will share that. Um, I mean, we're not even looking for like, you know, finders fee DP money. That would be, that would be amazing. I could finally afford the loom. Um, you can get the but, loom. And you, you could, you could have your own carrot farm, like whatever <gasps> you want Kristen, just dream it and it can happen. Farm. Yes. Oh, yes. Kristen's carrots. Oh my we God. We call but, them Kristen's carrots. Yes, we will. We will. But there's only going to be two words. We cannot do a third. It's just going to go into very. <laughs> so, let, let's We've do already this. made that. We've already well, made that. That's why my middle name doesn't start with K. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's a yeah. Kristen knows carrots. Carrots with a K. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. It's over. What could go wrong? It's over. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah, that's, uh, that's spectacular. Oh. He deserves it. Yes. Yes. He Honestly, who else was it going to? Like, really? There was. On this team, for one thing, there's nobody else you give it to. But also, 
it only makes sense. You know, he's been a loyal servant to the club 12 years, you know, leader in appearances, just it's Jonathan Osorio, hometown kid. And then, you know, you get the nice narrative of used to used to watch the the matches, you know, from the South End, you know, with the supporters, all of those things. And, you know, still lives, obviously still lives in the city. But, you know, there's a there's a good story, but also very deserved, I would say. My only my only question, I mean, tiny little thing, and it's, it's not like he's Richie LaRea level, but does also have his temper under control? <laughs> because um, he's he's a little he's a little shouty at times he's a little he can, he's a little, he can be yeah and I that's mean, not a bad I, thing for your captain but honestly i it it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting it's gonna be an interesting season watching him interact with refs having to cover his hand over his mouth because you know <laughs> you know there's an f every fifth or sixth word and i feel like the officials in this league just know it's like oh he's gonna swear he doesn't mean anything about it. That's just how he, that's just him. That's just him. Um, I, I mean, it will be really, really hilarious to watch him get in a ref's face. Not the, not the, not the scab refs. They're going to be delightful. But like the, the, when the real refs come back, when the real refs come back, yeah. It's like, I, I, I imagine he might be one of the first captains ever to get a straight red for arguing somebody else's foul. <laughs> and I mean, you know what? My captain. Honestly, that's that's like I, I am truly delighted. I really am. Yeah, no, for, for for real. He's he is he he is and he should be like Mr. Toronto FC. And I don't like that's a terrible name to have, but like I want him to be the face I think of in 10 years time, in 15 years time, in 20 years time. I want his face and his name to be the name people think of when they think of like Toronto FC greats. And I know like great, it gets thrown around a lot. Like he'll, he may never be one of the great stars of the league, but like just a servant who delivered and kept delivering. Even when the team was shit, you saw his improvement. You could just draw a chart and watch it go upwards last season. I know we, everybody saw it. It was everyone too, but like, like I, it's just his, his story is so good. His story is so good. I want, I want the, I want it all from. Yes. Yeah, I, I find it hard to get uh, sort of too worked up about of captaincy and that sort of thing. Uh, if you know, so we're never going to give it to, give it to it's like Ashton Morgan or Sue Bassarendo. Funny. Yes. Let's go. Aside from that, uh, it's, the guy's captain right there. I, I, you really wanted it to go to like Insigne, didn't you? So that you could watch the world burn. That, <laughs> I, that, I would, be, that would have been entertaining. That the watching the world burn would have been entertaining. And I don't think that Insigne having the captaincy versus Sarah versus having the captaincy is actually going to affect things in any way at all. So, yeah. It's nice for Osorio. If he, if he cares about this, then absolutely give it to him. Sure. But, meh. I, I half expected it to go to one of the DPs, and I, and I would have been like, that's a mistake, and I'm glad. Herdman's not that stupid. He's just Isn't not. Sorry. He's, he's... Isn't, 
Isn't Osorio one of the DPs? No. You know you know what I meant, Duncan. I do, yes, I do. You know what I meant. The import, the imported DP. <laughs> ah, the real DPs. Yeah, so. um, yeah it, it, that was definitely, uh, you know, what other people were suggesting. But, yeah, I, I've heard it hard to get worked up either way. But uh, if this is something Osorio wanted and likes, then good. I'm glad he gets that. Excellent. Um. One tiny little thing before we go. I, I just received a message from uh, uh, Nikki Cotti. Um, we were inquiring about flights um, because, you know, WestJet has been re-upped as a sponsor for CanPL. And as the schedule got released, when we were talking about earlier, um, every game has a book a flight button next to it. Yeah. Just in case you want to book your flights now before January 30th. Um Mark, what was the what was the one way price to to Winnipeg for a match on Thanksgiving weekend? So yeah, so um, oh, is it is it Thanksgiving that early, October sixth? Anyway, so it's that weekend, yeah. So if you, by the way, if you click on that button, it doesn't take you to the actual flight itself. You still have to enter and all the shit. Maybe all those buttons go to the same place. So just on a on on a lull, I wanted to see, uh, go see Forge in Winnipeg for Sunday. October. Sorry, it's the weekend 6th. before Thanksgiving. I apologize. Yeah, no problem. And when you first click on it, it says that all prices are one way, listed as one way per person, includes all tax and fees. So when I first saw 377, huh, not bad until I remembered it was one way. So that a return flight flying out Saturday, returning Monday is 700 and like. What almost I say, 800 bucks. Yeah. 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 So Nikki says, depends on the time of year. In December or last minute, that's amazing. Any other time? No. I've flown for 200 or less lots of times. In fact, I went from Winnipeg to Ottawa via Air Canada in September for $170. So there you go. Yes, your, your, your Campiel flight partner making it that much more expensive for you to go watch another team. Dear WestJet, why West did you Jet. think this was a good idea? Dear Campiel, why did <laughs> why? you think this was a good idea? <laughs> why? Why? What What were you trying to accomplish with this deal? You get to save 15% on an overpriced one-way flight and then 15% for an overpriced return ticket? Why? What about this makes me endeared to you as a sponsor? Zero. <laughs> Fuck all. Everything's this. Well, well played, WestJet. You got a press release. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, on that delightful related note, that is our show for this week. Um, please join us next week when I don't know. We'll 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 find out. Maybe it'll be more about the ref strike, some more CanPL stuff. Maybe one of the Portland teams or both of the Portland teams will sign more Canadian internationals. Um, maybe TFC will do something. Maybe I don't know. They they haven't done anything yet, but who knows? Anything is possible. We'll find stuff. Did, we always do. Did you know? Remember when they signed that like Honduran guy who played a few games for Vancouver and then has been in the Hungarian third division. <laughs> Something, Kristen. Flores? Flores? Uh, Debbie? Yeah. Gaby? 
I still don't know how Davey, to say his first name. Davy Flowers. Davy Flowers. Flowers. There we go. Davy Flowers. Yeah. <laughs> that was super exciting. I that held my interest for about five seconds. It was great. Oh yeah. <sighs> Although Osorio says all sorts of complimentary things about him, so there you go. Good, good captaining. All mm. right. Thank you as always for uh, for joining us for an insane amount of time. We appreciate it. Um, I have been joined by these two fine gentlemen uh, to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hi. On the tweet machine at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We 100% appreciate it and we appreciate you. And if anybody's looking for a game that will just eat up all of your free time and possibly deny you sleep, try Pal World. It's Pokemon with guns, sort of. And I've been playing it. And it's, oh, my God. It's amazing. and stupid and funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I would say, you know, hit me up for codes or like to join up. But I play on the Xbox. So, like, I'm practically third world. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Mark. No, it's true. It's true. If you play it via Steam PC, uh, you can like play 32 player co-op like in this like all in the same world. On Xbox, it's four maximum. So we're 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 kind of in an, we're kind of in a backwards. I've avoided getting a Steam Deck because otherwise I'll never leave my house. So oh my I, god, I, this I, this game is know, ridiculously but, fun. But Mark, it's so stupid. I'll never leave. I'll never leave my house. Oh, like, I told. Look, I understand about the never leaving your house part. I've. Since I started playing this game, I for reals have been thinking, okay, what day can I call in sick so I can play this all fucking day? <laughs> and oh, no. I can't pull the trigger on it just yet. So I'm hoping oh, I'm hoping that I'll be over it by the time you know that that part of the schedule goes, yeah, I can just call in on this Thursday and perfect. But anyway delightful uh, as for, as for me you can find me on the internet yes the entire internet at kz Knowles. i've been your host christian Knowles, and until next week canada get used to it